This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode 27. the wizard's nightshirt this is episode number 27 i'm rebecca and with a twinkle in his eye like the snake on snake mountain here with me is scott <laughs> hello and with us bringing his step like ramp man is will Ta-da! <laughs> at the wizard's nightshirt we are revisiting he-man masters of the universe and she-ra princess of power today we're reviewing he-man season one Episode 18, Creatures of the Tar Swamp. The original air date was September 13th, 1983. And in this episode, Orko attempts to impress Prince Adam's snobby cousin Edwina with his magic medallion. So, cousins in our lives that we would have had over to our house for fun. And these don't have to be snobby snobby cousins. <laughs> or if you want to tell me about your snobby cousins, you just go right ahead. Now, Will, I know you had, you and your cousin Josh used to get into some trouble. You got a cousin Josh, too? Yeah. Do you have a cousin Josh? I do. I feel left out. <laughs> I don't have a do you have an Uncle Jim too? No, it seems like I he have should. I an Uncle but James, but he's James, not Jim. Okay. Anyway. Oh, you want to hear about tr- trouble? Want, well, I want to hear about cousin cousin, cousin visits, mischief. cousin cousin mischief, and medallions that you got out of the tar swamp. Um. Well, where we grew up, there was a lot of I don't know what I would call like wild wild playing like your parents were like i don't want to see you from now until it's time for dinner and you basically you live like wild animals outside until then so we would go out and uh and, and find our own adventures and stuff and i well if you're talking about so josh he lived he lived out in the country and so we walk around and he pretend like he was a tracker and he could find deer tracks he do things like told you that was a thing <laughs> you'll remember when i said the thing about like when we were talking about the she-ra episode where Bo drops the thing into the well and i mm-hmm. said wasn't that a pretend kid made up skill mm-hmm. that you acted like you had like oh that's 70 feet down like you would guess true and you would just pretend so you said so josh pretended like yeah. he he knew like oh a deer came through here an yeah. hour ago yeah 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 he's close that kind he's, of thing yeah that kind of thing yeah like do you see that fur on that leaf <laughs> that deer's a female. I mean, you yes. know, like, yeah. And then I fell into the creek one of those times, and it looked like it had like all this clay on the top. And we and Josh told me it was a deer pee, so I was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> Back at my house in the woods, we were convinced drug dealers lived in it, so it was it was more of it was more of a, a beat cop city sort of thing. But his was more of a country thing. City boy, country boy. Yeah, yeah. What what about your cousin Josh? Did you play with your cousin Josh a lot? Uh, no, you know? no, not a lot. Uh, they they lived uh, well. When I lived in Wisconsin, they lived like twelve hours away. And then when I when we moved closer to the Cleveland area, they still live in Pittsburgh. So it was still like two and a half hours away. So we 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 did holidays and stuff like that, you know. And I hang out over there. They they, they were more into like hunting and four wheeling and okay. stuff like that. Stuff that my family's not too much into, but it, it was still a great time. Did you ever get in a fight with your cousin Josh? No, I, he was actually younger than I was. Well, maybe, probably. I there's a, there's there's a there's a, a, a his older brother, uh, Chad. <clears throat> I was more close with, so we would probably torture Josh. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> you always got a gang up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, right. he was younger, he was annoying, probably. 
Shout out to Josh. Funny dude. Yeah, yeah, Josh is a funny dude. Yeah, he's a funny dude. I don't have a cousin, Josh, but my cousin Spencer used to come play with us all the time, and he would come spend the night, and we would like play Nintendo and do ridiculous things. So, what a yeah. terrible night for a curse. What a terrible night for a curse. It was so fun. This is Man at Arms. Get ready for Act One. Welcome, Edwina. It's good to have you back in Eternos. I really should have visited before, but with all the parties I have to attend, I can hardly get away. Who's not a fun cousin to hang out with is Cousin Edwina, who is visiting Palace Eternia for reasons unknown. And she is trampy, and (laughs) uh, she's dressed in purple with a challenging neckline and (laughs) sleeves that are not attached to the bodice of her gown, but are just there. And she's got some cheekbones that indicate her snobbery and some eyeshadow. And uh, she uh, she opens her visit with some incestuous flirting with Prince Adam. Yeah. <laughs> if we weren't cousins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Did I totally miss that line? Did she say that? I swear, if we weren't cousins. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, you miss it. You miss it. I, I, I guess I would have been immune to her charms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, these are royal, royal family, so they, they they might be okay with right. This is yeah. Targaryen stuff. Yeah, the way I was going to describe her, I was so mad I can't remember her name, but I was thinking there's a real kind of Great Gatsby twenties kind of thing going on with her. With, or something. Yeah, with the choker and yeah. The, and the, what, what would you call the headdress? Is that a headdress? Like what a little tiara looking thing. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, hang on. There's a specific word for that. A diadem, I think. Is yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And she had that fake... Uh, I cannot believe I pulled that out of my brain, y'all. That did not happen. Because <laughs> you want one. She uh, <laughs> she wants three. Now don't, I do. Don't get hurt. Only if it's in Elvira's new clothing collection. <laughs> oh, she has a matching choker. It has to have a matching choker. Oh, she <laughs> called a diadem. <laughs> oh. Elvira, listen to us. Return our calls, please. <laughs> we love you, Elvira. She had a, a fake Boston Brahmin accent, too, and you know how much I hate those. Oh, yeah. That's just how you, if you were a voice actor at the time, though, you had to just do that. Well, when she was getting introduced, she uh, referred to uh, Man-at-Arms and and Tila as the help, and they got real mad about that. Oh, Tila got mad about that. Mm -hmm. She was going to whoop her, and I'm like, get her, girl, get her. Well, one of the funny things they started having her do was get their names wrong on purpose, and that was a really good gag. That was a good gag. I enjoyed that every time it happened. That was really funny. She called Tila T.P. Man-at-Arms. <laughs> Borco. Borca. Borco. Porco. Gorpo. Gorpo. That was great. Oh, that made That sense. was a good, that was good. Uh, that was enjoyable. So when they, when they cut over to um, Orco approaching her room, uh, can, Rebecca, can you give us a little Orco music? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That is good. <laughs> so, so Orko shows up and he has a present for her that he's summoned, and she greets him as Porco. And they introduced some new music too. It was like a feelings, uh, sentimental music because she dismissed him, and Prince Adam and Tila show up to be like, "It's like you're a good guy, Orko." 
Yeah, that was all very uncomfortable. Not to mention the fact that, like, Orko could have, like, spinny-eyed love feelings for human females. And it's like, you're an alien boy. And she is a young woman, but a grown woman nonetheless. And I just think that's weird. I just don't think we should encourage that. Well, I I mean, I know just from looking at He-Man's stuff that Orko has a trawling girlfriend at some point. So... I don't know when this is going to happen, but they need to introduce that pretty quick because he's just he's just lonely. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, he had to summon a friend in the last episode <laughs> that true. I reviewed in our lightning round. That's true. He had to summon a demon to be his friend, so he definitely doesn't have a girlfriend. Well, Prince Adam tries to be a bro, and so he uh, gets snobby cousin to uh, come out of her room so he can talk up Orko and say, you don't know it, but you're looking at a hero. And uh, then we get a flashback. Yeah, you get a good flashback of, of Orko actually coming to Eternia. Back when I was a kid, Cringer and I were out playing that day and had wandered far from the palace. Yeah, that was... I, I wanted to know how this happened. Yeah, he got zooped from another dimension. It was like a bad storm that opened a rift in time or something, which was... Or, or, or in dimensions, which I thought was pretty cool. So... He's a Trollin. He's from a place called Trolla. Yeah, so he knows where he's from, and we don't get the sense that he can't ever go back there, <laughs> yet he just never went back there. Uh, well, yeah. maybe, maybe he was lower there, and then he was actually part of a court and everything, and people liked him here. Yeah, I guess so. That's reason enough not to go back. Yeah, I guess we'll see next time we actually visit Trolla. So they sh- they show uh, uh, Prince Adam when he's young with Cringer, and I thought it was funny that Cringer's voice did not change. <laughs> they could have just made it a little bit more childish, yeah. but no. I'm too scared. Well, tr- the 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 baby Cringer was really cute. The baby Cringer was really cute, and it reminds me of my own dog, who I also I have too. to carry around in like stressful situations, despite the fact that he weighs like forty pounds because um, he's very leggy. Beagle. We went to a, we went to a, a baseball game like last week, and Rebecca had to wear him like a papoose. I have a little back. 40 pounds. Yeah, he's, you know, but then we I'm sat scared. Down. <laughs> he is like Cruncher. But anyway, like that that heft of like carrying an animal of that size. I'm like, I really been, felt that. I've been there, Prince Adam. I know all about that. <laughs> I know all about Cringer. So the point of the flashback was that uh, Orko saves Prince Adam from getting stuck in the tar pits. But in the process, he loses his magic amulet that gave him a lot of his powers in the tar pits. And then when they flash forward back to present time, Edwina's only comment is, do you still have the medallion? Yeah, she wanted that medallion. She wanted her hands on that medallion. I assume disco is about to be real popular here, and so she needs a medallion to wear. (laughs) That's probably true. It's a a magic medallion, too, so... A a, a couple of uh, observations. Did you notice when they did the flashback of the, uh, like, ceremony honoring Orko for his bravery... That they put the a, a metal around his neck and like the weight of it caused him to sink down oh, a little yeah, bit because really he was cool. so little. I thought that was just so cute. That was yeah. just the, I thought that was a very nice touch. And made him a member of the royal court. It's nice light-handed animation gag yeah. there. I enjoyed that. And then a question for our consideration. So when Orko gives uh, Edwina this gift at the beginning and she is not fond of it, did you ever give like your mom? Like a, a jewelry or some kind of like personal like like style gift that she had to be like oh thanks honey but then you know she did not like it and I say your mom any any other lady you would have given a gift to I want to uh, I I do distinctly remember I went with my mom for a girl 
and I got her a bracelet. Mm-hmm. My mom steered me away from the one that said, I love you. That's good. <laughs> good job, mom. <laughs> to best friends. All right. And I bought the best friends one, and I don't think she was too happy with the best friends one. How old were you when this happened? Oh, God. Uh, fifth grade? So... Yeah, I love 10, you. 10, 11, I was going to say, like, like, that still would have been cute, like, to a fifth grader, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, she, I, I, I think she liked it, and she appreciated it. It was just funny. <laughs> and your mom's like, I'm not ready for you to start doing that. Yeah. We're going to stay friends. <laughs> Aww. It was at the Kmart too. That's so, so funny. <laughs> did, did you ever see her wearing it, or did she not? Uh, the the relationship didn't last that long. She did wear it, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> was it gold or silver? It was gold. Okay. Plated. <laughs> <laughs> it was from Kmart, so. <gasps> That's very sweet. Thirty dollar threshold, you know, one of those. I'm trying to think. Will, did you never like buy your mom a? a, a an ill-advised I, like I drew piece of jewelry. I did lots of drawing. You would think with your Teddy Ruxpin bucks that you could have like uh She had Teddy Ruxpin bucks. Yeah. I was the recipient. <laughs> yeah, but you would have had like some money like go buy your parents some crap for Christmas and then like go shopping. If you ever done that, you know, don't feel bad cuz snowman earrings are an option and they're they're you're under the impression that they're a nice gift. Maybe they're not. <laughs> <laughs> would you wear Halloween earrings? See, is that too no, much? No, it's too on the nose. I've been given Halloween jewelry before, and it's too on the nose. I just, I can't. No, I can't do it. It's, would the skulls be okay? Skulls are okay though. So okay, that's so weird that you like figure that out. Okay. Yeah, like skulls are year round, and I can usually do that. And I've got a few things that actually are skulls, but like I've gotten like little earrings that were like spiders, and spiders just don't skulls translate. With, skulls with Santa caps on. I would wear that. Does go. somebody have that? I would like that. Elvira, That's- get on it. This is He-Man, and the action begins with Act 2. Could that charm you lost really work magic? Oh, sure. My medallion can conjure up just about anything. Oh, it's too bad you don't have it now. Hmm. Pretty much describing Skeletor right now. A skeleton Skull with, a, with a, a Santa cap? Yeah, he's got a cap. He's well, got a cowl. He's got a hoodie on. We oh, fi- yeah. finally get a plan from him. Right, because he, he and Beast Man and Evil Lynn happen to be in the tar swamps, and he has some liquid? Mm-hmm. That's it's a potion. A, it's a potion that's going to resurrect all the beasts who perished in the tar swamps. It's a cool idea, I think. It's a cool idea. He ordered this one off Amazon. You know, from an overseas seller, I suppose. <laughs> Took a while, and then he got it. Another dimension? Yeah. Do you think in that world that Amazon has other dimensions? Yeah, yeah. they still two-day delivery, though, so... Yeah, well, it just comes through, it comes through a portal, yeah. You gotta get them open real fast. Slightly used. <laughs> so, it's occurring to me, through this episode and then some of the ones that I've watched recently, Beast Man's power to command any beast... Any creature, even if it's like stone that's come to life, that should really be netting him a higher salary and higher esteem here in his organization. I think Beast Man does not realize that his power is probably just as good as anything Skeletor can do. Especially since all Skeletor's plans involve getting a big monster to <laughs> yes! do something. And he's just like, control that, you fool. And I'm <laughs> like, he will. My Beast Man, you can just go off on your own. Beast Man! Get over here, you furry fool! You 
soon have need of your special <laughs> talents. And he controls it through stink lines. There's like little stink lines that come out of him to, yes, to command the monster. The power of smells. Uh, so uh, when they're trying to pour this potion in there, they see uh, Orko fishing around in the swamp to try to find his old medallion. And the uh, and Skeletor says, it's the king's fool. Or uh, Evil Inn says that. It's the king's fool, yeah. which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> I did like that. Yeah, and they, they're able to capture him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the shot where Skeletor kind of like has him is very funny because the scale of Orko to Skeletor, like the size discrepancy there was, was comical mm-hmm. to me. Let's send our royal friends a welcoming committee. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, they come yeah. flying in on the Wind Raider. The thing I keep calling a yacht uh, is, is actually called a Wind Raider, we know now. And uh, Skeletor has already resurrected these um, uh, spotted uh, flying monsters, and they look poisonous or sick or something by their striping. It was They were pretty awful. Yeah, those did not look menacing at all. I would not be afraid of that. And I figured out it was because it had a lot of resemblance to a chicken, which, mm-hmm. of course, like dinosaurs do. But, like, when you've got a chicken kind of beak shape and then, like, spots and, like, a big poultry flank to you, <laughs> you do not look like a monster that's going to kill me. You just look like, oh, that's good eating. Like, I'd, you know, catch it. Eat it. Yeah, that'd I'm, be some good eating. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat that dinosaur. Fried, fried dinosaur wings. Yeah. And those didn't have a name, right? There was another. There was a named. Um, there was a Dracodons, right? Which was different. The Dracodon. Now, was I don't different. think these had a name. Uh, Stratos just called him like a like you flying freak, and I was like, well, you. Well, that was a weird insult because your whole <laughs> people are flyers. Yeah, he comes from a whole land of flying freaks. Yeah, so Stratos shows up out of nowhere, like Scott talks about. Yeah. <laughs> Stratos just like kind of circles the castle lazily, I guess. <laughs> He's just bored. He's on patrol. Yeah, yeah. he's not doing nothing. I think it's pretty cool where they're uh, the Wind Raider. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Okay, Sky Yacht. Sky Yacht gets a wing ripped off by one of the speckled hens yeah. there, and uh, and Man at Arms and Tila fall down, and then that's when that's when Stratos appears right, out of nowhere. There we go. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised Man at Arms was able to fight these things, these winged monsters, and wasn't taking orders from them. <laughs> Man at Arms, they just turn on you. <laughs> Maybe because they look too much like chickens. Yeah. Probably so. It's an abomination. If they, yeah, if they look like hawks, an actual bird that can fly, <laughs> then 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 it would be, then it'd be uh, it'd be all downhill. This is Skeletor, you fool, and this is Act Three. Your aunt and I have missed you. Sorry, Uncle, but you have such lovely things. These gaudy trinkets? Come, I'll show you some real sights. If you insist. So there's another scene coming out of this where uh, Edwina is like trying on Marlena's crown when nobody's around in the palace. Yeah, that's how you know she's she's no good. You can't be <laughs> trying on other people's crowns. That's just that's just tacky. See, I, I for this whole episode, I'm, I'm thinking that she's gonna like turn into somebody right. or like be real menacing or something. Yeah. She's just awful. She's, she's just she's just into gold. That's she's all. Just that's a bad it. Person. She's a gold digger. Yeah. That's it. She, she's just a, she's just a bad person. So, so far, their batting average is pretty low because they have He Man's uh, bratty nephew that we talked about in our lightning round um, last week, uh, and then we've got uh, his cousin Edwina. So they they've got some real spoiled turds in their family yeah if somebody comes to visit the chances are they are not gonna be good (laughs) at least they're not zany at least they're just bad yeah no one's been zany but you know give it time zany 
Can you like define it, that? Yeah, you know, like a sitcom trope. Like they're already telling you how awesome the cousin is going to be before mm-hmm. he shows up. Yeah. Like he's he's crazy, and and yeah, I like, hate that. Like, they oh. show up on a sky sled, like doing like loop de loops or something like that, and be like wearing sunglasses. He's, yeah, he's got blonde hair. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a, he's a poochie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. We I also well, and it, then everybody it, looks at him as he flies by and they go radical. <laughs> Wait, in our house, in our house, we always it's tubular. Uh, there's a Roseanne episode uh, in the first season where uh, their friend Ziggy comes to visit. I think I that's lo- the second season. But- I love Roseanne, but I cannot watch that episode. It upsets me. You also don't like when Nana Mary shows up either. For well, because the they're already the telling reason. us how we have to feel about her before she gets there. It's Shelly Winters. You better feel some feelings. <laughs> right. I'm just a Lori Metcalf man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch Roseanne. <laughs> so uh, Skelter starts attacking the palace with one of these uh, Dracodons. Yeah, I-, I love the little quip that Skeletor gives when he's about to go over to Palace Eternia, where he says, "Like I'm taking him to lunch at the palace." Like, he, <laughs> oh yeah, like, that was funny. I thought that was a good line. <laughs> hungry Dracodon, and we're taking him to lunch at the palace. So Orko um, shows up uh, while He Man's trying to distract the Dracodon, and Orko's supposed to use this medallion to um, get rid of it, but Edwina tries to stop him. Yeah, does she? Is that when she tries to say like, "Let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's use your medallion to zap us away to like a life of jewels, and and I'll be your best friend." Yes. And it was weird because it was supposed to be a metaphor for like you know like t- tacky gold digging in the traditional mm-hmm. fashion, but that's not. It doesn't really work. Yeah, he got the spiral eyes again. Yeah, yeah, yeah that animation came back. Yeah, yeah, that made me very uncomfortable. Well, he told her off. He said, "You don't even like me." And then I was like, "Yeah, Orko, nobody does." Okay. He said, "I wish this none of this would ever happen." And so, all the bad guys get uh, zapped away, and everything's okay. But also, his little medallion goes away, which is pretty good because that's too powerful an artifact. Yeah, Orko does not need that medallion. <laughs> and then also, he's just been lazy this whole time. He hasn't like he could have gone back to the tar swamps at any point. He just wasn't having it. <laughs> yeah, well, he just didn't occur to him. At any of this point. Oh, yeah. uh, also, um, it we hadn't talked about this, but at some point I want to mention, we did get another view of uh, Orko's bedroom, and his bed that's his hat is so cool. I really like it's that. a hand, too. It's a hand? Is, yeah, the, is the mattress supported the, by the, a hand? No, it's the mattress is a hand. Oh. It's, it's like a sleeve. Like a magic hand. It's like a sleeve and a hand, and then the hat sits on top. That's so cool. Maybe Man at Arms made that for him, like a race car bed. <laughs> it is this little race car bed. Blue, blue hand. <laughs> He falls out of it otherwise. Yeah, so uh, after he spurns her, then Randor is basically like, get out of here. You're not welcome ever again. Which I thought was a little harsh because it's like, she is still related to you. You behaved in a shameful manner. Yeah, and it's like, well, she was like rude and you were about to show her all the rest of the crowns like a second ago before something. I don't know. Yeah. It's a little harsh, Randor. It's at least their family's bad parenting to blame. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't be like, never come here again. There's going to be a family reunion at some point. Well, Orca goes to rub salt into the wound because he gives her a present that's a gag gift. <laughs> yes, it was like it's like a Jack in the Box with a Dracodon head. Yeah, which that was, was which was great. It was pretty funny. It was a pretty yeah. good joke for Orca. I chuckled, and yeah. usually Orca's antics leave me cold. <laughs> right. Well, we got a new animation of uh, Tila and He-Man with their jaws dropped looking at it, which I enjoyed also. Yes, and then so we get to our moral, which is essentially that friendship can't be bought. So, like, don't, you know, give people gifts and then try to win them over that way. 
Was this ever a, an issue that you had in well, in your life? I, well, it seems it seems mean to pick it somebody somebody else if I can't think of an example for myself. But the first thing I thought of was it was when I was really young in school. But somebody I remember in our class tried to impress this girl by buying her some really really nice um, sneakers and gave them to her in class. And it was like a it was like very um, out in the open, and she was like real uncomfortable. And I you was were like, How oh. old? I don't know. Things like middle school. Ooh. It was not good. It was awkward. Oh no, that's cringe time. Yeah. I was like if you're young, I'm like, well, that's kind of cute. No. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I try. I was not good at girls in middle school and high school too. So I would try to give lame presents sometime too. I would have to say, but I never did anything that was like would embarrass anybody. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. No, but, just because of expensiveness. Of yeah, them, yeah. It was. It was a. Major, and they didn't have any prior real relationship. He was just like, "This will oh. do it. <laughs> this will clinch the deal." <laughs> were they like a really coveted brand? Yeah, I mean, they were like Jordans or something. Oh yeah, that, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed just hearing it. About was it was rough. Somebody's parents should have stepped in and been like, "Get the friendship bracelet." Yeah, right. Like maybe, maybe not. Talk to Scott's mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I don't think anybody ever wanted to be my friend that badly. So, like, that, I don't think that I've, I don't remember having any. And I never try to get people gifts either to impress them. No, no, not 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 boyfriends, but boys that are friends. No, they just like you because you're a girl. So, like, you don't even have to try. They're just like, <laughs> like she's my friend. I'm in love with her. Like, you know, like you don't have to impress. I don't. It's kids are idiots. You don't have to impress them. <laughs> That's terrible. I never had that. I never had that problem though, and also I didn't ha- have any money to like buy friendship with, so I had to I had to rely on my charms. <laughs> yuck! 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 You want to see me do the hornpipe dance? <laughs> Watch me bang these two crush hand lids together for a simple. <laughs> Work for me. They're like, I love coming to your house. It's so much fun. Yeah. Do you want to play waitress or, uh, or, or kitchen maid? Uh, you be the maid. It'll be fun. It's pretend. Uh, I'm sure that was, uh, that's probably a valuable lesson for kids to learn though. I mean, I don't know. Like it, it seems like maybe a thing. I just I'm have to, to think. feel bad thinking about the kids for whom this lesson would be relevant. Cause I'm sure it was, you know, to just think about that poor, sad kid that like, Orco has to tell you not to buy people's friendship. <laughs> if it, yeah, if you so were getting life, if you were getting life lessons, your parents should have gotten you by Orco. That is grim. That is grim. Well, at least he helped. At least he helped people. He you know, help. I've read quite a few things about how important it was for kids to get some of the. Um, moralizing or father figures from those uh, cartoons. A lot of people said that about Optimus Prime, but he had a very, um, he had a very paternal voice, Peter Cullen, or he has. So you could, he was, he was very much like a father figure, but I've I've read a lot about that uh, since. So that's kind of, kind of sweet to think about. That is very sweet and sad (laughs) and and interesting and and horrible. This world we live in. It's nice to see, see Duncan be a good dad in this. Oh, Duncan is a good dad. Obey birds. (laughs) <laughs> Pear potatoes. <laughs> Pear potatoes are baby birds. Don't Our, touch my rock softener. <laughs> oh, I do like I like ducking a lot. <laughs> um, so what do we talk about ratings here? Um, yeah, because the moral was just uh, friendship can't be bought. Yeah, friendship yeah. can't be bought. Okay. Also, money can't buy you class. That's all the thing. <laughs> that wasn't in the moral, but that's, that's also true. just true. <laughs> 
Edwina, you hear me? Uh, elegance is learned also. Elegance is learned. <laughs> it's all kinds of good lessons coming out of here. Uh, let me think. I, you know what? I would give this one just about three and a half. Diadems. I was going to say Gorpos. Gorpos. All right. Gorpos is pretty good. Three and a half, you say? Teepees. Out of five. Three and a half teepees? Yeah. You okay. know. I, I don't like the whole uh, falling in love with a lady and then also being shallow and having to learn that not all people are nice because blah, blah, blah. And I also don't like the uh, people. I don't like, oh, she's just a gold digger. No, I was not, not a fan. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Although I did like the promise of Tila whooping somebody. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it a little higher. I'm going to go um, 3.8. You know, I, I actually put together, you know, the map of which ones we'd be reviewing. So I thought this one was promising because we love um, petulant relatives. And, I do generally and that, like that. This them. one definitely delivered on that front. That I guess true. I was expecting more of like a, a bratty princessling. I didn't expect her to be older, but it's still funny. So I'm going to go 3.8 teepees. Uh, also, <laughs> Baby Cringer was super cute. Baby I like Cringer that a lot. Was cute. And I love the idea of resurrecting um, extinct animals. I mean, I just think about that all the time <laughs> in the day. So I just love that stuff. Especially dinosaurs. Yes. Oh, my God. If he resurrected a water dinosaur, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Where are you going to see it? Like at SeaWorld? No. Oh, yeah. It's going to be Tilly all over attraction again. Around that. The new Jurassic World was kind of like that. Didn't y'all watch Blackfish? No, you are not going to do that to them dinosaurs. You just, you just don't. You just dinosaurs don't, are you just, don't, you just don't abuse it when it's younger, and you're all right. Yeah, then it's your friend, like Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to your attraction. You write. You you write. You you write it like. <laughs> yes. All right. The How seaworthy are... man you are. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go in the middle. I'm going to do uh, three point seven. Right? You did 3.5, 3.8, mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. All right. 3.6 and a half, just to make it. Okay. Right. Just to make it in the middle. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I did enjoy it. Um, the, the, I, I wasn't as bothered uh, by the by the, uh, the terrible cousin. I wasn't as bothered um, because I felt like Orko was innocent in that. Okay. Like he was more innocent. If he was a little, if he seemed a little older or whatever, then it would be a little bit more weirder and all that stuff. But. He's pretty innocent. He he did a good job, and then turned it around on her. So so satisfying. Satisfying. Yes. Yeah. The Jack in the Box was a. It was a good kicker. <laughs> yeah, that was the a legit legit good joke. Yeah. And what what was what was the, what was the guy's what was the uh, monster's name? Dracodon. Uh, Dracodon. Yes. Yeah. The Dracodon was good. Yeah. I liked them. Oh, they were good. It's good. Good stuff. Hey there, He Man wanted me to tell you about more ways to have fun with the show. First, if you want to watch every episode with us, we posted a full episode guide on our website at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. The link is in the footer of the website if you're on a mobile device. Also, have you heard about this amazing newsletter we have? You can sign up for it on our website or on our Facebook page for news about what we're doing, inside baseball about the show, previews of upcoming episodes, and silly Motu stuff from around the web. It arrives every Tuesday morning. It's in your promotions folder if you use Gmail. Thanks for listening, and now back to the show. All right, well, that's our show for today. Remember that you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, if you're gold digging in Eternia, stay away from the tarp. I punched and I kicked and I blazed all night, and the gods had me facing their glory.
come look at our dinosaur attraction if you have that boat you want, the big gunny. Don't talk about big gunny like that. That's a warship for serious business. <laughs> well, not if we're you could showing some you dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the, you, you, could take out the, you could take out the dinosaur if it got too close. Then we could just make another one. Big gunny can only operate in international waters. <laughs> well, that's a good... Like, like in between Can- Canada and the United States? Is that... <laughs> yes. Well, that's the only place we can legally open our dinosaur park, so I think that's fine. Hungry, Dracodon, and we're taking him to lunch at the palace.